David Sweener is a global tobacco policy expert at the Center for Health Law, Policy and Ethics at the University of Ottawa. Welcome to the show, David. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Kelly. So, I mean, I was really excited about Medicago. We had them on the show at the beginning of uh, the pandemic and when they had come up with a way of producing a plant-based vaccine. I mean, there were a lot of um, really... Uh, good advantages to their vaccine. First of all, it was cheap to make. It could be make made here in, at home in Canada. It is relatively stable, I believe more stable than the others. So you don't have to keep it at um, a really cold uh, temperature in order to keep it viable. And so it had the potential to be shipped around the world and get a lot of people vaccinated that right now are at risk of, of still getting this vaccine or getting this uh, virus and the virus mutating after they catch it, and then we're dealing with a new variant. Were you shocked to hear that the World Health Organization said no to Medicago's COVID-19 vaccine? Well, no, actually, because I've, I've had to deal with the WHO throughout my career. And I think in, in recent years, they've really lost track of their mission on, on tobacco. They've, they've gone from an agency that's supposed to be working on public health to, to one and you know, understandably got very upset at the tobacco industry but then decided that their battle is with anything to do with the tobacco industry rather than for public health. So they will actually do things that are bad for public health as long as they think they're doing something that might hurt some part of the tobacco industry. And I, I've had run-ins with them, and I've critiqued this along with many other experts from around the world, and they haven't budged yet. And uh, I think this is just the latest example of them deciding that, you know, we're so mad at you for what you've done in the past to make people sick and uh, and, and, and dead that, well, we're going to make people sick and dead. That'll show you. Uh, so it's, it's a really odd situation they have. And I totally agree with you that, that this is a, a fascinating vaccine that can meet the needs of an awful lot of people, particularly in low and middle income countries. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Canada Let's... has a gift to the world here and the World Health Organization has decided they're going to stand in the way for, for reasons that I think are really quite irrational. I know that, you know, just to get everybody on the same page, because there's people probably listening going, what are you talking about with tobacco? I think it's important to say that the, uh, I thought this would, when I read this headline, I thought this had to do with the fact that the plant that they use to uh, help d- develop the vaccine and lead to this vaccine was closely related to the tobacco plant. That's not it at all. It's not like the argument of, of using hemp when cannabis is illegal still back in the day and how, you know, hemp could have been very, very useful because it's, it's quite, um, it's quite strong, the fiber of, of yeah. hemp. Um, this is all about the fact that Philip Morris owns one fifth of Matacago and they're a tobacco company. That's right. The, uh, tobacco companies, uh, uh, the major companies actually do have investments in, uh, companies that do research using tobacco leaf. Uh, tobacco has been seen as like the, uh, the white mouse of, uh, of research when you're looking at plant genetics. And it has been used in the production of medicines, of vaccines, uh, and companies had investments in some of these entities, including Philip Morris owning one-fifth of uh, Medicago. Uh, so because of that minority stake, WHO decided that violates their rule, and their rule is so broad as to be ridiculous, and that's saying that WHO will have nothing to do with uh, uh, with anybody in the tobacco industry, which they define very broadly to include uh, even those who are trying to fight the tobacco industry, uh, and or any entity that uh, or person working to further the interests of a tobacco company. So they would say, well, because 
a tobacco company has a 20% interest in this vaccine manufacturer, we won't approve the vaccine because that might help a tobacco company. Now, Health Canada approved the vaccine for use, and we have already invested in Medicago. So how big of a setback is this if the World Health Organization doesn't uh, recognize it for emergency use? It's not going to help people in other areas of the world. But what does it mean for Canadians that we're hoping to get this vaccine? Uh, no problem here in Canada. We have rigorous testing. We actually, uh, Health Canada looks at the science uh, rather than the ownership and says, this is a good vaccine. Uh, and indeed, it will, it will meet the needs of, uh, of a lot of people. But of course, Canada is only a very small part of the world population. And we know that there's many countries, particularly the low and middle income countries, with very low rates of vaccines who've been pleading for, for help uh, through the COVAX program. And they can only uh, use the vaccines that have been approved in their countries. And many of the countries defer to the World Health Organization. They will allow vaccines the World Health Organization approves. Only World Health Organization approved vaccines can go in the COVAX program. So what we're really doing here is WHO is standing in the way of people who are most in need of the vaccines in some of the world's poorest countries. And the countries we're very afraid will will develop new strains of the uh, the virus that will reinfect the rest of us if, if we don't uh, mm-hmm. increase vaccination rates. And so it's those countries that aren't going to be able to access it unless WHO changes its uh, its approach. I know a lot of vaccine-hesitant people were looking forward to using a, this plant-based Medicago vaccine. It was an option for them, um, and they haven't been able to travel, and they would like to travel. If the World Health Organization doesn't recognize Medicago's vaccine, but Canadians decide that's the way they want to go for their own safety. Will they be able to travel at all, or is there a question mark there? Well, I, I think there's there's a question mark. It depends what other countries do in terms of what vaccines are going to be approved. And we, we've lived through this during the pandemic in terms of uh, vaccines approved in one country but not in another. And it would just be very nice to see that we can make these decisions globally based on the science, based on protecting people's health, and not based on uh, some people at the World Health Organization who who just, you know, I've spent 40 years uh, battling tobacco companies and getting good health policies to reduce cigarette smoking. But people at the World Health Organization clearly don't even understand what the tobacco industry is and what it does or what to oppose. So they actually keep doing things to protect the cigarette business while thinking they're fighting the tobacco industry. And in this case, they've decided they're going to limit access to a vaccine, thinking they're battling the tobacco industry. And they really need a wake-up call. You know, somebody has to inform them that they've gone off the rails, they've, they've lost sight of their mission, uh, and they're doing things and, that, that are not only spreading disease and, and furthering the pandemic, but they're, they're continuing to do things that support cigarette sales. I mean, they're basically saying to Philip Morris, we will not let you develop or sell less hazardous alternatives to cigarettes. You have to sell cigarettes. We mm. won't let you get into other businesses like vaccines. You have to sell cigarettes. Well, David, I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that for having sold cigarettes. It's just it's incredible. I'm going to leave it at that. But I want to thank you. I'm happy we waited for you. And I think we got the right guy here. So you've been super helpful uh, explaining the ins and outs of this story. Thank you so much for joining us. Great chatting with you, Kelly.